Welcome to Talkative Soul, a podcast that empowers women to create soulful ties with themselves to connect with what matters most. Here are your hosts, Gwen Tebow and Sia Chandler-Garcia. Welcome to another episode of The Talkative Soul. I'm your host, Gwen, here with my co-host, Sia. Say hey, Sia. Hey, now. How y'all doing? (laughs) Thank you, listeners, so much for tuning in as we continue to flesh out some very interesting and thought-provocative topics. Today's conversation is one of many that I've been looking forward to this particular season, the world of online dating. Long gone are the days when people meet and connect organically by chance at some in, you know, in-person spot, exchange phone numbers and start dating. Nowadays, it appears that to meet people, potential partners or hookups, whatever you're looking for, because I'm not judging, online dating <laughs> is the best way and maybe even the only way to go you know, for so many. So Sia, before we get dive into this, mm-hmm. tell me, have you had any experience, whether personally with online dating or know some people who are online daters? I know some people who've actually gotten married to people they have met online. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm, so that's the way I'm familiar with it. I have never Mm -hmm. done an online, uh, had an online experience, but Hey, I Mm -hmm. figure I, whatever works. It's about evolving. You know, you can't constantly do the same thing and get different results. So it's just about evolution. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's a state of affairs. I mean, things have changed, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, and then, you know, add to that the pandemic, right? Mm. Any, you know, traditional forms of of dating, certainly, you know, if they still exist, like, I don't even know if they still exist, you know, traditional forms. like Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because there's still these meetups, you know, people, clubs, there's there's all, as long as there's a club, there's always going to be a hookup. Clubs. Girl, clubs. (laughs) As long as there's a friend who knows a friend, there's always going to be a hookup. As long as there's a grocery store with a fine man in the other aisle, there's always going to be a hookup. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I guess it's just a matter of perspective. Like I think mm-hmm. you just have to kind of like think out of the box. You have yeah. to kind of get creative. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is very interesting that we have this particular guest because she's certainly a creative soul. Well, I'm I'm intrigued. You know, when we worked out what we were going to talk about this season, this was definitely top of mind. Um, so without further ado, let's get into today's conversation. Mm. We have a guest with us who has some experience with the world of online dating. Here to help us unpack this topic is Sonia Finley. Sonia Finley, artistically known as Sonia Arlita, is a believer in the power of imaginative thinking and that everyone, artistic or otherwise, is creative. Doesn't this sound familiar, Sia? Mm-hmm. Because we have an episode about creative souls, we right? Do. So. As an artist with a Bachelor of Fine Arts from Mississippi State University, her emphasis is presenting images that rely on the figure to let the viewer find their own story and meaning. I'm going to post Sonia's full bio and website links uh, in our show notes, so be sure to check out all the amazing things that she's got going on and learn more about her. But as a single woman who has raised four men, she is intentionally seeking that man she raised her sons to be. So welcome to our show, Sonia Arlita. Hey, Sonia. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Sonia in the house. <laughs> well, you know, I have tons of questions. And let me just say, too, if I may, that Sonia is also my sister. So I am, you know, I have the inside track on, you know, her journey, the process that she has gone through, some incredible stories that I'm hoping that she'll be able to share with us. I just appreciate her taking the time to be here and just be her her authentic self and, you know, share with us uh, on this particular topic. So, Miss Sonia Arlita. Yes, ma'am. Let's just start by telling. (laughs) Don't say ma'am. I'm not that much older than you. Stop it. Um, (laughs) When did you first start online dating and what prompted you? So, um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm older than I look. And I actually started online dating long before there was a such thing as quote unquote online dating. I actually got into meeting people, um, like I said, before it was online, back then it was just chatting. You would go online, you know, you had Google chats, you had Yahoo chats. My favorite was Yahoo chats. And 
that was where you would go online and you would meet people from other places. You just get in these chat rooms, you start chatting. Um, then if you, you know, if there's a spark or something interesting, you, you know, you jump into a private chat. And so, um, I started way before, you know, there were apps and things like that. And, and I did it while I was in Mississippi and I lived in a small town and there just wasn't a lot of options for me out there. Um, I had moved to Mississippi from California at the time. Um, I had two sons at the time and it just, you know, it just wasn't a lot of options. People looked at me a little differently. I didn't have the same mindset. And then let's be real, you know, you walk up on somebody, they probably your family. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you can be sure. So, I'm just saying, you know, everybody was a cousin. And so, you know, it just wasn't a lot of options. And, and being from, you know, having lived in other places, bigger cities and things like that, I was used to having a variety of uh, acquaintances and friends and things like that. And so um, getting online was a good way to branch out, you know, and try to meet somebody that you wouldn't normally meet in your daily circle. So that's that that was a while ago. Um, it definitely has transitioned into something different, but that's where it started. That's where it started. Okay, well, so now that um, you've, you know, sort of evolved into today's dating apps and things like that, do you have any, you know, preferred apps? You know, what are like the best apps out there to meet someone if you're looking for a serious relationship? We'll talk about other ones, but let's just preface it by if you're looking for a serious relationship, you're looking for a partner, whatever that looks like, what would you say are None the best them. apps for that? None of them. None of them. No, I wouldn't say that. And I thought about this. So none of them, I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't say any of them are the best for um, serious relationships. However, um, you know, there are a lot of apps out there and um, different people will tell you different things based on their experience. So you'll get one that says, oh my gosh, if they found the love of their life on eHarmony, they tell you eHarmony is the way to go. If Mm. you found something Someone who's having success on Hinge, you know, they'll tell you, oh my gosh, Hinge is the way to go. You got Bumble, you got, you know, Tinder, you got all these different sites. And so depending on, you know, your success rate, that's what you're going to say. But as I look at it, like if you take it in its its totality, um, I think it boils down, no matter what app you're on, I think it boils down to your mindset your process and your, your, your intentions behind it. What is your final goal? What is it that you're looking for? So if you're on a, um, an app and you're really just looking to get attention, then if you have all of these people flooding your messages, telling you how beautiful you are, then you know what? You're, you're successful on that app. You know, if you're, if you're looking for, you know, a date every night or a date in different, um, cities that you go to and you're finding those dates and you're getting the hookups, then you're going to say this is successful. Um, if you're looking for a serious relationship, like I said, and you actually found a couple here and there, then you're going to say that app is successful, but it really boils down to, again, what is your mindset on these apps? If you have, if you're intentional, if you are serious about what you're doing, if you have, you know, you have, you know, you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, you know how to be open, you know, you know, you're not taking things too personal, you have a process, then, you know, any of these apps can be successful when it comes to, you know, getting a, um, a serious relationship. It just really, like I said, I think it depends on the person and the environment that they're in. And, you know, also you, go, you do have to keep in mind that it's a numbers game. And so a lot of times the, the idea of successful relationship or serious relationship is going to be relative. So, Mm. yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's good. I like that. So how many apps does one typically use? You named a lot. Some I've heard of, some I've not. And you said it's a numbers game. So I'd imagine that applies also to the number of apps, right? To sort of like, yeah. broaden your scope, so to speak. Yeah. yeah again, again, it, again, it depends on, you know, what you're looking for. I know there's times that I might've been on, you know, five apps or whatever, and even trying to do a, uh, uh, in person, you know, where you have somebody pick the dates for you. Um, it, it mm. really depends. I would say on average, you, when you talk, when I talk to people, it's like two to three, um, if, 
Um, but you have to realize that like it is a numbers game. And so that can get a little unwieldy. That can get, you know, hard to manage because if you've got, you know, as many people are dropping in and saying, hey, beautiful, how you doing? Good morning. And you're liking you and you're liking them and you're starting up conversations and you're trying to move to the next level. If you're on a whole lot of apps, it gets a little difficult to met. And I can tell you, I've, I've done that before. And I had to label people in my phone book by the app. <laughs> just on one and I'm about to, you know, I might even drop that one because it's still ridiculous. Um, but I have done up, I've, I've done where I've just had a lot of different apps, but it, it can get just like, seriously, this is just too much. You know what? And as I'm listening to you, it's like, I'm thinking, wow, it sounds like a full-time job. Like you definitely have to have a process. You know, I appreciate what you said, you know, the late, I'm not mad about it. If that's your process, right. To label so that you can, you know, keep track who's, whose number is up and where did they come from? Right. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like you said, you know, it sounds like a commitment. Like how much time do you think on a day to day basis, do you think you spend swiping and, and mm. exploring those mm. options? Well, again, you, it depends on what, um, what phase of my dating that I was in when you asked me. So mm. you see what I'm saying? So for me personally, mm -hmm. I think there's, there's a variety of different phases that you go through. Um, you go through the one phase where you're, you know, not, let's be real, you're desperate and you just really want somebody. So you, mm -hmm. yes, may be on that app, you know, swiping, trying to engage in conversations on a regular basis. You could be at a phase and I'm speaking from experience, by the way. So you could be at a phase mm -hmm. where you finally get to the point where, you know what, I'm just meeting people. I'm just having fun. I couldn't care less if this goes into a relationship. I'm just out here, you know, doing things. And then you're just kind of like, I see you when I see you, I get to you when I get to you. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, it's just kind of like a swiping, like whatever. Um, you get those moments where, you know, again, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to be open. And then you're just like, whatever. Right now I'm at a phase where, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of at a phase where like, I would really like to, uh, get into a serious relationship. However, mm -hmm. I'm not desperate for it. So while I may be open to different things, I'm a little more picky. Um, so I'm actually not doing a lot of swiping. I usually don't go in there and look at anything until I get like a notification saying, oh, this person liked you. And even then it's not right away. I've, I sometimes it'll add up. I'll look at the app and I've got like 30 people that have liked me. And so then I'll just peruse through those to see which one I want to make a connection to. Um, I've gotten away from that knee jerk reaction of trying to respond to somebody as soon as they send me a message. Mm -hmm. uh, because again, the reality of it is I have a life, I'm doing things, they're doing things. And so the expectation shouldn't be that we just, you know, go right away. But I did have, I remember I did get a coach, um, for a brief minute. She was, I have to be honest, she was a hot mess. Um, but I, again, I was, she was, she was. Um, you know, quick little backstory on her. She was, she had this great business where she was teaching women how to get the man and mm. she was, she was using herself an example. And, you know, I don't, you guys both know about the whole Boaz thing and they're running around, wait on your Boaz. I got my Boaz, uh -huh. not really delving into that, that story. Cause that's a whole nother thing. Um, but anyway, she was, she was all excited. She found her Boaz. So she was, she was teaching these women you know, about her Boaz experience and, and making pretty good money. And then later on her Boaz left her and took her kids. Okay. Um, <laughs> which constitutes change of business. Yes. No, no, no. It, it constituted her taking a rest from her business, but then she popped right back in and you just kind of like, baby, but I remember, I remember, I, I say that, but I remember her telling me that I needed to make, I needed to spend, like I literally needed to make it a part-time job to find oh. a man to, to, oh, to yeah, wow. she was like, you, as much, she's like, you need to spend 
30 to 40 hours a week out there doing whatever it is, trying to find a man. Oh and I'm like, are you wow. kidding me? Wow. It, it's not, it can't be that serious. No, so, so yeah, I've, I've yeah. I, so that staying online all day on the app. No, no, not, not now. Wow. Mm -mm. You know, wow. I have so much, like, I'm trying to stay focused because this could go so many different directions. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, so that's good. Thank you for painting uh, that picture. Uh, wow. 30 to 40 hours. I, I see. I was on this up the one I said, it feels you like did. you have to be a full-time job. And here you have this so-called expert telling you, well, maybe not a full-time, but a part-time job. Yeah. Well, like, okay. it's like a whole really? other job. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm just thinking, where's the return on investment? So it's just like you, well, you know, it ain't so Boaz we, apparently. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> yeah. she said it was, but it was to me. I just thought the 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 her process wasn't my process, so we didn't move True. forward and with I'm, that. I'm just being funny, and I I don't want to judge her, but she she has something <laughs> in place, and it worked for a minute. It worked for her, and I guess you know once she, she they got in there, things didn't work out. It happens all the time, so you're right. As I digress. <laughs> all right, so Sonia, you know, you've talked to us a little bit about you know um, what it takes, what time it takes to to you know devote to an uh, app and how many apps and things like that. And we're going to get into some real cool stuff in just a second, but I want to cover sort of like the foundational stuff. So when you think about profiles, you know, and I'm sure you've seen a few right on the various apps and things like that. And without giving it away, because that question is coming up where I want to hear what your process is, mm -hmm. right, to determine why you swipe left. Let's just talk about profiles and, and what mistakes people are making uh, when they set up their profiles. And again, this is your experience. You, I, you're partially an expert, <laughs> I'm just saying. So you don't even have to preface that by saying this is, you have the experience. Yeah. This is your platform. So talk to us about profiles and those mistakes that people make. All right. So some of the, the things that I think that, like I said, uh, some of this, the first one for me, again, when I see a profile that has too many catch of the day photos, like I said, you know, people, men that have pictures of their fish. Why, are, why do I want to see you fishing? No, not the, the fish. fish, dead fish at that, not even live fish, but dead fish, dead fish. We, we, I don't, I don't understand why is that? I mean, cause if you think about it, the whole purpose is to attract a woman and right. We don't mm -hmm. want to see your, <laughs> the fish. Is no, no. The, the next one is, is, you know, your whole profile is pictures of your kids. Like, that's mm. great that you have them. And I understand that you're proud of them, but I don't need to see them. And I think it might be a little dangerous to have pictures of your kids. Yes. You know, I'm I'm lying. Lying. Oh, thank I'm, you. I'm that lying. part. That part. And then, then when they post in, within their bios, they talk about, yeah, my kids are my, my, my world, my most important thing. Well, you're not ready to date. You're not ready to date. You, you're telling me, because I don't I'm sorry, if I'm a woman, and I'm a mother, so I get it, but if, if I'm a woman and I look at your profile and you're talking about my kids and my world and I do anything for them, they come first, that lets me know that I'm not going to be a priority. And so if I'm looking to date a man who I want to be somebody's priority, and if I come second to your kid, and I'm not saying that you're, you know, you have to put me in front of your kids, not even saying that, but by you put, because it should automatically be understood that your kids are important to you. If you have to put it, you, you see what I'm saying? That's a given. If you're a parent, your kids are important to you. You don't yep. need to put it all over on, on your dating profile. Cause again, that tells me, you know what? I'm not going to fit in there. You're going to, it's all, it's all about you and your kids. You're so I, mm -hmm. that's a slight, yeah, we don't do that. Um, bios with run on sentences. <laughs> no punctuation. I don't know what you're trying to say. It's it's one long word, and even at the end of that, there's no sense. It's like my name is Bob, and I, you know, so and so, and you're like, oh, wait, wait a minute, where does that stop? Okay, yeah, run on sentences, no punctuations, no capitalization. And then on the, on the flip side of that, you get all caps, like you're screaming at me. My name is Bill, and I loved it. And you're just like, wait a minute, hold up. Or every other word is capitalized. I don't understand that. I, I just don't. It's mm -hmm. like that to me, that's just being lazy. You mean you can't mm. hit the shift button? Come on now. Um, and then you have, you know, and then you get those ones and, and you get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be cute. They're trying to, but the ones that say I'm drama free and I'm looking mm. for no drama. 
Okay, see, mm, we're going to step back because they're the ones who come Thank with you. The they have the most drama. <laughs> and they, they bring the drama. Or they're living, you know, like they say they don't want drama. Well, you're living in a fantasy mm-hmm. world because life comes with drama. And so uh, they're either yeah. they're either in a space where they are, you know, like, you know, very picky about stuff. Or they turn tails as soon as something looks like it's difficult. Like they want, you know, it's like, and, and that's just not reality. So I, whenever I see that whole drama free, I'm like, I'm, I'm mm, again, swiping left. Cause you, you're not living in, in, in the real world. Then we get the sad, what I call the sad sack bios, you know, the sad, what sad bio? sack, you know, they're, they're just, Oh, sad, yes, sack. sad sacks, you know, Oh my gosh, I just want to be loved. I've been hurt before. You know, I just uh, need to, I just want, I just want a real woman who loves me for who I am. Okay. See that you, mm, you, you got issues and I'm going to just, again, walking the other way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my gosh. And, and we get it. Everybody wants love. But when you put it out like that, it's just like, yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. Just tell me mm. who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones you talk about are the mad, angry bios. They, they just, they're just, <laughs> y'all women on here, y'all don't be talking right. You better, you better recognize I'm here. Don't be doing this. Don't be using filters. I don't, you're like, you know what? Again, I'm out. I'm not even going to even talk to you. Cause even if you're telling the truth, all of that out there, that's just too much. Mm. <laughs> then you get the bios that have those illustrations of sexual positions. Those are really fun. Yeah, like that's what I want to see on your bio. Because nine times out of ten, what you think you're supposed to, you can't really do. You don't even know what that is. You can't even do that part. You're putting all that out there and you don't even know what you're doing. But what do you think you that at home? Yeah. Then, then we got, that was a good that one. Was. This, this one, you know, this one I really love, you know, because because me and uh, uh, me and our younger sister Gwen were talking about men just do not know how to take pictures of themselves. So you get the ones that I call them the dirty mirror photos. The mirror is filthy, and then they have all of their stuff on the counter. Like they just got up that mirror. I mean, they're trying to show their chest and stuff, the drawers, and, and the mirror, and then all of the reflection in the mirror shows a dirty, nasty room. Now, I don't care if that's how you live on a regular basis. Don't put it in the picture. At least put, put that in shot before you take a picture and put that on your profile. Why? Why do I want to see all of that? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, oh, we go to a public restroom. We go to the restroom at our job and we take a full length mirror picture where we can see all the bathroom stalls in behind you. <laughs> that is so sexy. I'm sorry. That makes me want to just wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a good Yeah. List. So I'm just saying. And then you get the ones with the group pictures. You know, the group pictures where all of his friends around, one, you can't tell who he is, but then everybody in the picture looks better than he does once you figure out who he is. So you want to meet him just to meet his friends? It's like, bro, you probably don't want to do that. Just saying. Just, and, and last but not least is the pictures that clearly show that you're in prison. pictures on his wall in the background oh, oh wow. yeah that's a turn off yeah that's a you know, <laughs> but, but, kind oh of my god but yeah so oh, Lord. Uh, yeah so this i don't yeah i don't even know because i can't i sit there and i look at him i just like why is that how are you why do you even think that that's gonna tr- and then i look at not being funny and i'm not saying i'm the most attractive woman in the world but i look at the pictures that i post on my profile and you know, you know me, I like to look a certain way and I'm very particular. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I put very, you know, why would you think that I, you, I would want what the dirty bathroom pictures do you, I don't, how do you think we are compatible? I don't know. So yeah, those, I don't know. <laughs> those, those, those are my pictures. I just say, I don't know what to do with that. I just, I just swipe left. Cause I can't. I mean, oh, I can't. 
Well, you, I tell you what, from here on out, every time I see a picture, whether it's on a profile or not, I'm never going to see it the same again. Thank you for that depiction. Never going to see it the same again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am dying, like tears coming down my eyes. That is hilarious. In fact, I want you to send us that list. Okay. I'm putting that list in the show notes. Because somebody out there needs that list. Needs yes, that. right. They do. Right. Stop posting pictures with your dead pictures. <laughs> Stop posting pictures with your dead pictures. We don't care. That's not cute. Oh, but I'm sorry. I forgot the ones where they, they, they post pictures of their cars. Mm. Just by the by itself, yes. the car by itself, are they posing with the car? No, you have to scroll just by the, the car by themselves and then at the very end you get them laying up against the car. Oh. So but, then, but then we say, Oh, we don't want a woman to want us for our money. That part. Oh. Right. Oh. Okay. I get you. Yeah. But then you're flying yeah. with the nice but the, car. But then you wonder okay. like, is that all that you have going for you is your nice car? If that's what oh. you have to lead hmm. with. So some of these things that I look at, it's, it's not even necessarily like they're, they're, they're really bad, but they are. But some of the mm. things that um, when you see these things in a profile, you really have to start thinking about the type of person that is posting mm-hmm. those, uh, putting that information out there. Because it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. But when I think about what I want for myself, that is not yeah. it. That's not I agree. it. Yeah, I agree. This is informative. And entertaining. And I'm so <laughs> So now, so you've kind of shared some, yes. you know, tidbits of your stories a little bit. You know, you and I have talked at great mm-hmm. lengths offline about some of your experiences. And I'm so grateful that you're willing to share some of those things with us because I think it's, it, uh, you know, yes, it's entertaining, but it's also informative, right? I think you speak for a lot of people, yeah. right? And so I, I appreciate you sharing that space with us. So I want you to tell us, some, you know, about some of your experiences, some funny stories, maybe not so funny, some good connects, and, you yeah. know, maybe not so much. And I'm going to lead that into, so you talked about profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to walk us through your process, right, okay. of what it takes, like what makes you you know, you kind of led into it. Those bad profiles, that's definitely a swipe left. But I want you to just kind of like go with, you know, take us on your journey of, you know, your process, your thought process from, you know, swiping left to swiping left. And then we'll get into some nitty gritties after you've kind of like developed your list of potential mates. Does that yeah. Make so do you want my stories first? Or do you want my process? It kind of leads into it, right? Let's start with your process and then okay. we'll, we'll talk, so talk yeah. about your stories. Yes. Make sense? So again, I mentioned, you know, different phases that I've gone through as a dater, you know, what it looked like, you know, after my divorce, what it looked like, you know, finding myself with, um, you know, being a single mother with four kids and, you know, all the different things. So there are phases. And so, um, you know, the process looked different during those different phases. So the process that I do now is, like I said, is my current phase where I am, you know, I'm much older. I think I'm a, a lot wiser. Um, I've experienced, I've allowed myself to experience some things. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with who I am and what will and will not work for me. Um, and then, you know, a little bit more discerning about what I do and do not want in my life. And so at this point, it's not so much being the emotional side of it and getting all twittery because somebody finds me attractive. It's a little Mm -hmm. bit more thought that goes into it because again, I'm looking at, um, where am I trying to go with my life and, and what is my real purpose in this? And what, what does that person look like? Um, to stand next to me in that. So when I, um, you know, looking at a profile, whether they liked me or I'm, I'm happen to just be scrolling, it's first the visual. And that's, that's with online dating, that is the first thing. And I'm not afraid to admit it. I want to be attracted to who I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about me is there's various things that I can be attracted to, to a person physically. Now I can say, oh my gosh, you know, I want him to be six foot one and, and bald headed with a beard, kind of looking like common, that part. Um, but the reality of it is every man has something. And mm-hmm. so when I look at these profiles, I look for that something in that man. So I don't automatically dis- dismiss a man because he might be a little bit overweight or because he has hair um, or because he. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because being bald is the default now. Yeah. 
for me. Well, we know she knows what she likes. She yeah, I, I like, I like, yes, I like a bald-headed man. And I, I did have somebody ask me, yes. can he have hair? And I'm like, yes, attractive men have hair. Um, so I don't automatically dis- dismiss right off the bat. So my first question is, do I find him aff- attractive? And, and again, that's a knee-jerk reaction. And sometimes I don't, but I don't quit there. Um, then I look at, okay, maybe they're not my drop dead, gorgeous, ideal person, but are they attractive enough or easy on the eyes enough that if I'm sitting across from them, I can have a conversation with them without my eyes wandering Mm. or me feeling sick to my stomach. Oh, that was zero to 60 in the less than five. I'm I'm just... I'm just being honest. There is nothing worse, and I've done this. There's nothing because this guy kind of catfished me. There's nothing worse mm. than meeting someone in person and not being able to like what you're looking at or be okay with yeah. what you're looking at. You at least yeah. got to be easy on the eyes. So I'm, um, you know, and so if if that you know pans out, then I go to the second part. So the second step is like, what are the details? And this is when I start getting so. First, if I say, okay, you look pretty decent, and I just do a, a rapid scroll through their pictures to see if it's, again, I told you my little pet peeves, and so if they got any of those things, again, it's just immediately swipe left. But if they don't have those things, then I, I look at the pictures and see if, again, if it's visually somebody I can appreciate, hoping that personality fills in those gaps that they don't have when it comes to attractiveness. So then I start reviewing what's in the profile, you know, looking at that bio, what are they saying about themselves? Again, if they're, they're running through all this drama, blah, blah, blah. Then again, I'm, I'm done. If it's a pretty decent profile, like, Hey, you know, I, I chill. I like this. I'm just kicking it, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking then. Okay. We're going to, we're going to keep going. So we start looking at the location. Are you close enough for us to meet up? You know, I'm not looking for anybody in West Texas or Georgia. There's this, that, why would I want to do that? Um, and then I'm learning now because, because the scamming is so prevalent. I start looking at, not that I really care about a person's job, but I start looking at their profession and I start looking at their, the school that they put down because sometimes you'll get, um, if you get in a scammer from like Africa or something like that, you can easily look at the school, their education or the job title, because the job title will sometimes, it usually, they're either an, um, an engineer or they are, um, uh, they are, are physicians. They don't say doctors, they say physicians. Um, and then when you go down and you look at the, you know, if they have any kind of education, it's an, you know, an out of the country school. So you immediately mm. kind of get a sense, okay, this is probably a scammer or this is probably somebody out of the country. So I pay attention to things like that because again, I've, I've met too many. So if they don't, you know, have any flags, you know, their, their pictures are, are okay. They, you know, I see a full body and even if they're not built like Adonis, you know, the pudge is in the right places. So, you know, at least we could get some good huggings, you know, and, and, and again, there's certain big men that you like, Ooh, baby, come here. And then there's certain like, Oh, Oh, I'm going to just walk by. That's just too much. So, you know, I take all of that consideration. And then, um, you know, if they've sent me an initial message, like some of them will, you know, as like an introduction, will send me a message. Depends on what they say. You know, if they say something clever, you know, oh, okay, you know, let's, let's chat. If they say something stupid, like, ooh, baby, come right. Yeah, I'm done. I don't, you know, I don't care how fine you are. I'm done. So I look at all of those things. I look and see if there's any of my hard nose. Like I said, you know, if they're a fisherman, we, yeah. If they're men dressed like my oldest son, yeah, I can't do that. I don't care what age you are. If you're looking like, you know, you, yeah, we can't go there because we won't even look good together. And it shows a certain amount of maturity. It's, it's like we're not in the same world. Um, and then if they look like they're pimp Danny Kane, like they're way too old, you know, it's like, yeah, I can't, we, we can't, we're not doing the zoot suits. Daddy Kane. <laughs> Just a quick story. His profile, his hat, he wore this bowler type hat, one of those pimp daddy hats. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And he wore it so far down his head, it covered his eyebrows. And he had a hat for every outfit. And every time, every picture he had, the hat was all the way down to his forehead. So it makes you wonder. Yes, it makes you wonder what the hell is under that hat. And I'm not going to work to find out. I just swipe left. That's, that's too much for me. That's too hidden. I can't. 
So if, if any of those, if, if they get past that kind of scrutiny and I feel like, okay, you know, they, they bring something unique to the table, at the very least, they look like they might have some interesting activities, you know, because again, I'm, I'm looking to, you know, to do things, to live life. And if they have, you know, where they're doing things, pictures, you know, they're, they're hanging out, hiking and things like that, then I'll swipe right. Um, I usually am not the one that makes the first connection. Like once I swipe right, I don't usually send the first email. It just, it is what it is. Um, because sometimes again, it's a numbers game and people are, you know, just swiping right for the heck of swiping right. So at that mm. point, if they, mm. if they don't reach out and message me, then they just disappear in the queue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The app just, they just move along the queue. And so the people that actually message you are the ones that mm. stay on the top. And so once they, um, once they start messaging me, Again, I'm all about conversation. I'm really big about conversation. Um, I don't need a Q&A. Hey, you know, what's your favorite color? Which, what's your favorite music genre? What kind of movies do you like? Where do you like to go? I've gotten that, like literally a list and a paragraph. Once you say good morning, it's like, oh, Sonia, you're so beautiful. I love your smile. Where do you live? What do you like to do? Tell me about yourself. Do you have me? And you're just like, oh, my God, really? I can't. And some people would say, oh, my God, son, that, it doesn't work for me. I don't like Q&A sessions. I don't like to feel like this is a freaking interview. And again, when you get the scammers, they will give you this long, these long, drawn out paragraphs of stuff. And, you know, automatically, OK, you know what? I'm not going to communicate with you anymore. So the conversation has to go a certain way. It has to show a level of fluidity. It has to show a level of, you know, um, not you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but at least have some type of intelligence, know how to speak, know how to hold a conversation and a conversation, you know, that shows um, a sense of humor. Make me laugh, you know, get my jokes, get my reference points. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's it, it's a hit and miss. Sometimes it works really well and, and we have really good conversations and we move to, you know, chatting on the text message and then it dies. Um, mm. Sometimes we, you know, they'll start off, you know, W-Y-D, like, I'm sorry, what, do you not know how to spell? Wait a minute, what, pause. What you, what pause. you doing? What pause. you doing? Ain't that what W-Y-D yeah. is? Yeah. Yes. Correct, but wait, yes. time out, wait a minute. That's the initial That is the, it, 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 it's usually, yes, sometimes you'll get good morning. Uh, my personal favorite, I'm being sarcastic, is grand rising. Um, and then you'll say, you'll say, uh, you'll say, you know, good morning. And I, and, and I was talking to my son and I was like, for me, understanding that you do have to start somewhere. So I don't, you know, I don't mm -hmm. kick him to the curb. But when I respond, I try to respond in a way that encourages conversation. So if you, right. if you say good morning, how are you? I'm going to come back with good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Just getting the day started out here, getting my steps in, blah, blah, blah. How goes it for you? That's the conversation started. Mm -hmm. Then his reply should be something like, oh, you know what? Getting up for work. I got to head out. I got a long day ahead of me. Oh, yeah, really? What do you do? Well, you know, I got this. Is, oh, OK, that's cool. What kind of blah, blah, blah. You see I what see. I'm saying? So it just flows. Mm -hmm. And if there's something sparks off the conversation, great. But a lot of times now you get um, good morning, beautiful. Good morning. <laughs> and then you, you'll say good morning and you'll go. Um, how are you? Because again, you didn't give me anything to you. Okay. So we're going to give you a pass. So how are you? Fine. I mean, even I even get thanks for asking, but I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. And so when you start getting a certain, yeah. you know, you just, you know, what, what can, how can you, so what that ends up being, that means I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to carry a conversation for two people. Now I'm sitting here now in order for me to continue engaged with you. Now I have to sit here and I have to ask questions based on nothing. And that, mm -hmm. and now those kind of conversations get boring because then I'm left to ask those very basic, you know, so what do you do? I even had a conversation. The guy put all in his profile, how he was all about all day communication, all day communication. It didn't last all day. And then when we started having the conversation, it started being one word answers. So you're up. I want to talk to you all day anyway. Well, it just, but, about that. Yeah. but his was, it, it just got to the point, like he couldn't carry a conversation. It was like, oh, so you're up early. Why are you up early? Oh, I, this is what I do. And then, then it was like, oh, so what do you do? Solar. 
Oh, that was it. <laughs> no, but that's that's not even, not, yeah, that so doesn't before, constitute no, but a conversation is, at all. Yeah, so yeah, before right. it's like you working today? Yeah. Oh, okay, so what do you do? Uh, Solar. Yeah, that's not conversation. That's right. That's but, a fun word. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so it's like it's like even if I found you interesting and cute, there's nothing I can do with that. I can't. I can't be the one to hold the conversation. So in the process, if we can't even get past decent conversation, it, it doesn't go anywhere for me. Um, I have made the mistake of giving people my, my phone number who the conversation did not do well, but it was just kind of like, okay, let's see where it goes. And again, like I said, I've learned enough to know that my initial impression is usually the right one. And I should just say no. So if it gets to the hope is that we we move forward with, you know, talking on the phone, whether it's verbally communication, whatever, and that shortly after that. And my thing is, you know, we should be trying to meet within, you know, two to three weeks after we had a conversation to at least meet up in person to see if there's a need to move it forward. Because just because we we talk well on the phone, um, I need to see you in person, like in the flesh. Because if you tell me, I've, there's many a times, like I had a guy tell me he was, um, and don't laugh at me, Gwen, but I had a guy tell me he was like five, five, six, and we get together and he's probably like, I wore my flat shoes and he was still an inch shorter than me. And then he was short waisted. So when we sat down, I looked down at him from the chair. That's too much. Visually, I can't do it. I can't, you know. And then the other part of it is because I have I have like shorter guys, but the other part of his personality didn't make him tall. So it's like you need to meet somebody in person to get the holistic picture of them. And so I'd usually, my, my idea would be to meet within two to three weeks. It doesn't always happen. Like I said, a lot of times things die even after, you know, they're texting, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and you just, you just keep it moving forward. But if you meet them in person, again, the hope still is that it, you know, it's, it's a uh, great, um, thing and that it moves forward. So, uh, so moving, uh, I guess, segueing into the stories because you know I got a lot you can just hear by you know just some of the things I'm gonna just give you I, I'm trying to think of like my favorite so my favorite is um this is one I call the grilled cheese man and I'm sorry time out, time out. Time. what you know what I've said this uh-huh. to you there's a book you have got to write a book, right, Sia? Like, I agree. I'm just saying, this is entertaining, like I said, and informative, but just your phrasing, like, I'm like, I can't wait to hear this story. Because yeah, like, soon as you said grilled cheese, man, I'm, yep, here it goes. That's all I said. Like, I'm, like, I'm standing up, I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Okay. Okay, so, so this is one of my favorite stories to tell, because it just really, it's just kind of ridiculous. Um. So I met this person online. I don't even remember which app. That's how crazy it is. But it was a few years ago. And um, it was at a phase of my life where I was I was being open. OK, I had, um, you know, because people like to tell, especially women, they like to tell when we keep, you know, not making those connections or having, you know, not when, when a man is not picking us. They like to tell us that, you know, our standards are too high. There's something wrong with us. You know, all these different things. They, they It's our fault. Something's wrong with us. So this was a, a period where, you know, having walked through that feeling like, well, maybe my standards are too high. Maybe I should be a little bit open. So I allowed this this guy to uh, enter my space. Um, mind you, the conversation in the beginning was not that great, um, but we moved it forward and we decided to meet in person. Now, the first date that we went on, he took me to, um, now let me, I'm a preface is I'm not a, I, I've, I've raised my children. I've struggled as a single mother. I've come up in the world. And so because of everything I've gone through, I've taught myself to treat myself, if that makes sense. So you get to a certain place in your life where you begin to do nice things for yourself. And that includes taking, you know, yourself to nice restaurants and doing, you know, just updating what you will and will not do with your life. Um, I love that. Yes. You you see what I'm saying? So you just, you Mm -hmm. just, you take, I take care of myself a certain way. And so the expectation is that when someone comes alongside me, they should be able to at least do as well as or better than what I do for myself. Um, this particular person, again, in, in the, the idea of, you know, let's be open-minded. 
um, invited me to meet him at Soup Plantation. Now, Soup Plantation is a place that my kids looked at me like, seriously, mom? And I said, okay, you know, he, he claimed to be a vegetarian because he was trying to lose weight. And, and he felt now I y'all know at every restaurant you go to, you can get a vegetarian option. So the idea that you need to go to Soup Plantation, which is where me and my girlfriends go for lunch with a coupon on a first date, that's just a look. You could have just met at Starbucks, boo, and bought me a nice coffee and a lemon loaf, and we could have had a better time. But no, he invited me to Soup Plantation. Okay, well, there's no reason for me to even dress up because I know where we're sitting. I don't even need to look my best. Um, so I get to Soup Plantation. Conversation wasn't, you know, wasn't awful. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, it still was a little, you know, wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And then I noticed that, um, for somebody who was trying to lose weight by being a vegetarian, he ate a lot of bread, a lot of cheese, a lot of potatoes. So I'm like, mm, that's, that's probably not what's happening here, but okay. Good luck with that. So we, we continued to chit chat and, and he decided that he was going to, um, make me dinner. Cause I, I asked if we could, you know, meet at a restaurant. Well, no, how about I just make you dinner? Okay. Well, all right now we'll, 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 we'll do that. Okay. And, um, and I said, so, you know, since you're a vegetarian, what you going to cook, you're going to make a really good salad and some, you know, like some pasta or whatever. And, and, you know, and he was like, no, I was thinking, you know, grilled cheese. Oh, huh? oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. You gotta let me finish. Okay, so that was the first thing. Now, by the soup plantation, you 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 already you already peeped. Oh boy, was cheap. Um, and I and I like I said, I don't need a man to take me to you know you know a, a five star restaurant um, for you know a date first date just meeting me. But you can kind of get the sense that okay, bro, you just you just kind of cheap. Um, so I was like, okay, well it, you know, cause I've had, um, you know, for me, when I think grilled cheese, I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, like Gouda and I got some, some, you know, some extra, I got like three or four different kinds of cheese in there. I'm grilling it up with some sourdough bread and, 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 Girl, with some, wait a minute, and, and, wait a minute, and, 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 it's gotta be, it's gotta be Fried salad and yeah. a tomato bisque. Not tomato soup, but tomato bisque. Because that's how I do. That's how I do grilled cheese. So I'm like, okay, bro, you you know, let's let's do this. You you got grilled cheese, you're gonna, you know, it's like, well, yeah, okay. So stupid as I was, gotta, you know, again, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to, you know, maybe, you know, and you know, you know in the back of your head going, What the hell? What you doing? Um, so yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You, you, yeah, you do. But you're like, okay, I'm gonna just, you know, I'm not gonna be that that person. And you know, so I, um, it was hot too. And I get there, and and he's, you know, fussing at me because I was a little late because we lived about twenty to thirty minutes away, and you know, California traffic, whatever. So I get there, and and he kind of, you know, is a little ticked. Of, well, you were late, and I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. You know, so I come in the house, I take off my shoes, I'm sitting down, I'm I'm hungry. I got a headache from the heat. And I'm like, well, let's let's get it done. We about to eat. Because if you come to my house and I said I'm making dinner for you, you ain't going to have to wait for dinner for about five to ten minutes. Cause it, and that's only because I need to set the table. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dinner is ready. No, he says, um, well, we need to go to the store. Er, what? He's like, yeah, we got to go get the cheese. I, I was like, oh, we, we got to go to the store to get the cheese. He's like, yeah, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you pick your cheese. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, okay. So we, we go to the store and I'm not going to try to prolong the store, but then anyway, we, we go to the store and, um, he basically shows me, you know, uh, we get to the cheese section. Now, mind you, some other stuff happened this way. By the time we get to the cheese section, I'm literally just irritated. Um, so he's standing there at the cheese and now mind you, his first statement was you get to pick your cheese. So I picked like, um, you know, cause you got to have like a, a white cheese and you got to have a yellow cheese. So I picked some cheeses and he just stood there looking at the cheeses. And I said, well, what are you waiting on now? Oh, let me backtrack. He had to buy bread too. He didn't, he didn't buy like nice sourdough bread. He didn't buy like hearty grain and nut bread. You know, where the butter gets in the crevices and the, and the cheese and the good, you know, so hearty. No, he didn't buy any. He bought white bread. About store brand, store brand. Girl, store brand. you ain't never lied. I was like white bread. Who who eats white bread anymore? 
So that was the first thing. I don't so, even know. Girl, and so we standing there looking at the cheeses. And I said, well, what are you waiting on? I, I get, he's like, well, I usually get this cheese and that cheese. And I'm like, okay, well, I, girl, I had just told, I said, man, nigga, get the cheese. I said, why did you even ask me what cheese I wanted if you're going to stay here and not get the cheese? Why would you ask me? Did she just say the I'm sorry. He graduated. He graduated. He went, he went from this man to the, yeah. Girl, he finally buys the cheese. We get to the house. He pulls out red cups. You know the kind you see in the parties, the solo cups? No, he did. Yeah, he did. And because he was supposed to be giving me something to drink, he didn't even pour my drink for me. He didn't bring it to me. He handed me the bottle and the cup. And when we were at the store, he was trying to get some French fries. And I said, well, how about we get potato fries, sweet potato fries? He didn't like sweet potato fries. Then he stood there and he said, well, you know what? I think I got some French fries at the house. So he, when he, the French fries he had was, you know how you get to the end of the bag of French fries and it's those little bitty pieces. And they frozen to burn. They froze. But that, that was the, that was the amount of French fries. So he, so he put, he had like a half a handful on my plate and a half a handful on his and a, and a, um, and a cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, man. Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, I watched the clock and as soon as it hit a certain amount of time, I was like, I'm out. I didn't get that man time to get to the door. I got, to, <laughs> I got to the door and I was gone and I didn't speak to him after that. I think he was trying. No, yeah. Didn't. I was like, and my kids still, I mean, people still this day are like, what? I, I don't know. I should have learned from the, from the whole soup plantation thing that that wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Did he try to reach out? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, when you when you when you head out the door and you don't wait for the the host to let you out or walk you to the car, yeah, yeah it's a done mm-hmm. deal. I was good. I was good. <laughs> so then I got one more, and then we'll move on. I don't want to prolong the time, but I, I met this okay. one guy, and um, he wanted to meet, and he didn't have a car, and and I, I gathered that he had just gotten out of prison. And, um, again, you know, there were just some certain signs and I was just like, Oh, you're so sweet. So I, I agreed to meet him at a spot that we could both get to. And we had had this conversation about dressing. And I said, you know, I visually, I said, I, I'm very particular about the way I look. I said, and I have difficulty, um, adjusting when somebody is standing next to me. Like if I'm dating somebody or go out and we don't, we don't match. Like they're, you know, wearing something crazy and I'm all dressed up. I said that that messes with my mind. That's that's discordance and I can't handle it. So we'd have that conversation. So anyway, I just want you to keep that keep that in the back of your mind. So we opted to meet um, um, out in Oceanside at the movie theater. And we had a time because we were supposed to go to um, I think we were supposed to do breakfast or lunch or whatever. We're supposed to eat and then go to the movies or something like that or eat and, and or go to the movies and then eat afterwards. And so he didn't, he, I didn't have his phone number. So he was texting me on an app and long story short, he started texting me like at, Oh, I don't know, eight or nine in the morning. And he was like, are we, we, where are you at? I'm like, what you mean? Where am I at? Mm-hmm. We said we were mean, I'm here at the, at the, at the movie theater and it's a church. So the movie theater on Sundays loaned the building out to a church up until when they started their movies. So he'd gotten there while there was service going on. And I said, why are you there? We're supposed to meet at X, Y, and Z. Oh, I thought you said, I said, no, we're supposed to. So he was there like three hours early. Oh, he was there three hours early. And he's like, where you at? I said, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I will get there when we said we were, you know, the movie doesn't start till X, Y, and Z. So long story short, I get there and there's this little short man in this suit that is way too big. He has on a suit and then he has on one of them big puffer coats and, and it was hot. And I'm like, bruh, what the, what the, what? He came out in his Sunday best girl. And I was just like, I don't even know what to do with this. 
So we go to the movies and he starts asking me questions. Like he got a list of questions, 10 questions to ask on a date. And that's what he was trying to ask me at the movie theater while I'm trying to watch the previews. Now, you don't talk during the previews. Right. He's asking me 10 questions, literally on his phone looking to, I was like, no. And so then the movie starts and I look over that Poe thing to fell asleep. What? He is not. <laughs> no. He is. Lights went out. He is knocked out. And girl, it took, because I had seen the movie before, it took literally everything I had not to get up and leave him in the movie theater. Everything, oh, everything oh, yeah. I so had. You guys came in separate yeah. cars. No, that's crazy. Yeah. I would have yeah. been out. Sonya, that is really nice of you. I, guess, I don't believe I would have stayed. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have stayed. And he didn't wake mm-hmm. up till the movie was over, and that's only because I woke him up. Oh, see, at an extra point, too, because if I had stayed, I, I would have left without waking him up. He would have been there when the movie uh, attendants came to clean. Yeah, I'm with you, Gwen. I, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it because I wasn't trying to be no, so well, I'm harsh. saying it. Uh, but I'm no, going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. She good. Because the moment I saw him sleep, I'm like, and I'm in my own ride, too. Yeah. You didn't have to wait no, for him to take No, I did it. not. Girl, You're so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet. So and then sweet. he wanted to make it up to me. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, we going to eat? Wow. No, we're not going to eat. We're. I'm good. I'm going home. Thank you very much. So yeah, I got. I got a lot of different ones. I mean, you know, you really yeah. do. This is this is great. Yeah. I've lost track of time. I'm sure we're over the time, <laughs> um, but I don't like to stop the flow of any of our conversations. This has been great. You need to start a blog. You need to write a book. You need to do something um, because this is, you know, maybe we'll have you back on for a sequel or something because um, there's so many different directions Mm -hmm. we could go. Like one of the questions that I really wanted to get into because I was doing some research, you know, before this, uh, this episode. And, you know, of course I thought about, you know, all that you share that goes into the, the, you know, the process, right. Just to get someone on this list or in your queue. Right. And then, you know, uh, the, the, from the match to the meetup and that sort of thing, there's gotta be like some, you know, psychological effects of, you know, just the whole process. Right. Sonny, what do it you is. Think? I mean, what, think about your day to day, think about some of your peers, you know, that, you know, are going through, you know, whatever the challenges are with all it. Talk to us real quick about right. what you think might be, you know, some psychological effects of, of the whole process, because it's really, you know, I'm on display and, oh my gosh, I hope someone, you know, swipes right on me. And mm. then I hope they pick me and, and things like that. I can only imagine like what goes, yeah. you know, through, you know, someone's, you know, psyche mm-hmm. when they're going through that so, process. So definitely, because again, you have to, you have to keep in mind, there's different phases of different reasons why women, and I'm speaking from a woman's point of view because men definitely have their own thing but women go through when you're getting on an online dating site you know whether you're extremely lonely whether you're you know you're just rushing into something to fill a void or you know whether you sincerely or you know you want to have a uh um uh a serious relationship? Are you just looking to hook up? You're looking just to make friends to find whatever it is. It is one of those things where you're putting yourself out there and again, you wanting something to pick you, somebody to pick you. So that in and of itself, um, if you are not chosen, if nobody is liking you or the wrong people are liking you, that is a definite shock to what you think about yourself. It is very easy Wow. Get lost in this person didn't like me. Um, this person didn't choose me. And the, our knee jerk mm-hmm. reaction is not that person is not for me. That person, you know, just wouldn't work, work out. Our knee jerk reaction is there's something wrong with me. Um, and I had this conversation. I was, you know, just not really a conversation, but I, 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 I was watching this post where this guy was bashing this woman, um, uh, basically telling her that, you know, the common denominator is you. If you're getting all these men with all this, the same kind of energy, then maybe you need to look at yourself and there's something, you know, that's, you know, that that's missing in you. And on paper, that sounds true. 
on paper, that makes sense. If I'm, you know, we always talk about if I'm doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, that's the version of insanity. And I think sometimes we take that to heart. However, there are so many different variables to so many different things. There's definitely different variables to online dating. You're meeting so many different people with so many different uh, viewpoints, so many different experiences, so many ideas of what is and is not beautiful, what is and is not perfect. So that the idea that because you seem to be getting a certain type or it's not work. Cause it, I don't even think it's all the same type of men, but it's just, they're just not working out that you would decide, Oh, there's something wrong with me. Now, if you do decide, because we all want to do that work. If you do decide that there's something you need to work on, Again, we normally do that as women. We normally go inside ourselves and work on ourselves and work and work and work to the point we're trying to, you know, do this to, to get this person and do that to get that person. And so we get twisted up in trying to figure out how we can get a man to choose us. Mm. We get, I mean, if you look at, even when I talked about the coaching, even when you look at some of these, 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 uh, masters of dating, it's all about a woman making herself desirable to men, not men, you know, becoming, you know, worthy of the woman or trying to understand who the woman is, but a woman trying to fit this mold. But the problem with those molds is one, like I told you, we, we're all, we all have our own mold. I'm not going to fit into your mold. You're not going to fit into mine. But the other part of that is, and I lost my thought for a minute, but the other part of it is when you're dealing with online dating and you, again, you have so many different men, this man can look at you and go, Oh my gosh, your nose is so horrible. I don't like your nose. And so you say you internalize that and go, Oh my gosh, there's something wrong with my nose. And so you try to fix your nose. So you get to the next man and he goes, Oh my gosh, I don't like your nose the way it is now. I prefer the kind of nose that you had over there. So now you're twisting because wait a minute, I thought this was better. So I've dealt with, oh my gosh, you are too independent. Okay. So let me be a little more needy. Oh no, you're too needy. Oh, okay. Well, let me be a little bit more independent. Oh, well you're, and you're just, and you're, you're for every man that says no, you begin twisting yourself up, trying to fit that man's no in order to address the next man, instead of taking each instance as an individual situation. But the constant amount of, again, we'll we'll say rejection, that's pretty harsh, but the constant amount of, 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 uh, being exposed to people moving on, swiping left or not liking you definitely can, if you're not careful, can feed whatever insecurities you have. Um, but you do have to get to a place where you realize who I am is who I am. If the person cares enough about me, is interested, they're going to get to know the who I am. The other thing that often happens with the online dating, I know we're over time, but the other thing that happens with online dating is because there's so many choices. Um, there's, there's so many choices. And so yeah. you're, we're always afraid that we might not be choosing the best one. And so we might be interested in this one, but we're looking for perfection. And if that one has that little something that niggles us and we decide, oh, no, we're going to move to the next one. Um, And so we're jumping around, never really making heartfelt connections and then wondering why we're not making these connections. Um, I often talk about, you know, these days when you're looking at um, social media, social media is putting out there that perfection in a relationship, no arguments, everybody's doing great, is the norm. That's the normal. And the reality of it is relationships are messy. They are not these perfect things. And if you talk to these couples that have been married for 25, 35, 40 years, they will tell you the struggles that they've gone through. I have a close friend and she tells me, she says, periodically her husband changes and she has to it intentionally decide to stay with him during the change. When he becomes a slightly different person, Mm -hmm. he grows into something, Mm -hmm. he shifts, you know, is in a new phase. She has to sit with that and decide, is this something that I can deal with? And she has to intentionally make this decision to stay in that relationship. 
But we feel like now it's supposed to be perfect. We're never supposed to argue. Mm. We're never mm. supposed to have bad mm. days. The woman, you know, that mm. whole drama free. So we not even mm. when we're out here on these online datings, we're not even even, you know, dealing with people from a, a realistic place. We're looking for That's perfection. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's mm-hmm. again. So if you don't fit that one person's or that five person's, uh, you know, place of perfection, then you end up feeling like, well, somehow I'm not worthy. Or you find yourself just jumping from one to the next. Yeah. Wow. This is this has been everything and then some that I thought this conversation would be. Mm-hmm. Um, we could keep going on and on, but we won't. We like to save some for later in case we decide to circle back because we're good for that. Mm-hmm. We have a, a couple of sequel episodes in this season coming up. But Sonia, you know what? Well, actually, before I close out with you, my uh, co-host, uh, Sia, anything you want to add to this conversation? Any, you know, parting words you want to share? Nope, I have nothing. She said a whole lot that I'm still absorbing from fish to grilled cheese. So, oh, yes, yes. yes. That's <laughs> okay. the stories. We're all here for the stories. Indeed. <laughs> and be sure to send me that list. I'm serious. I'm going to post that list in our show notes because oh, yeah. so it's like, just say no, that man. Might, just say no. That might help somebody. That is what we're here for, <laughs> to help somebody. And so that list will definitely be there to help. And I also, because we closed out, and I, I know we could go uh, certainly deeper into that last question that I asked about the psychological effects. I do have an article that I'm going to share in the show notes that kind of outlines some of those things. And, and, and the thing is that, you know, people have to realize or remember that these apps are a tool. It's mm-hmm. not the, the end of everything, right? And, you know, you have to, you know, manage mm-hmm. how you use the tool, right? Similar to how we use social media, mm-hmm. even, you know, any of those platforms, right? It's all, you know, finding that balance and knowing when to pull back when you see that it has some um, negative impact right. on you. And so I feel like if someone, you know, is, is, you know, allowing the apps to make them feel so, you know, so many different negative things. They have to be mindful of that and find ways to, to alter that. So, so thank you for sharing uh, with us, you know, all of those things for answering the questions from your, your lens. I appreciate that, Sonia. You know, what not to do if you're on the, the apps, uh, how to manage your time, you know, even don't make it a part-time job. It really doesn't have to be. Uh, make sure you protect your space, mm-hmm. your mental space, your emotional space, um, and so that you can get the outcomes that you you're looking for. Indeed. Well, until next time. See Bye. Next Thank you. That's it for this week's conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss one single episode. And if you want to connect with us more and join in some post-episode dialogues, join us in our Facebook group. Thanks again for joining me, Gwen, and my girl, Sia, on this week's episode of Talkative Soul. And until next time, do something this week with intention that talks to your soul. Mm-hmm.